From Studio C, a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And today, on a Wednesday, is Trash Day, and I barely remembered it. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. With apologies, because it's finally the topic in Washington from where we take our orders. Our general manager this morning, tax reform. Seriously? Seriously. We're going to rev up the American economy. Three per- 4% growth. More money in your pocket for your future. Are you running for something or what is that? I'm considering it. What does the water board do? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being on the water board? Somebody's got to do that. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you run out of water. You get very thirsty. So your work is uh, appreciated. I guess. Um, you that's know, a, the town I live in right now illegally prices water. And everybody knows it's illegal, but you just can't get anything done unless you're going to fill a, file a zillion-dollar suit. Just, you know, you can't fight City Hall, as they say. You can, but you have to go to city council meetings and do all kinds of different stuff, and most people don't want to. Yeah, I'm considering becoming an activist on the issue. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm an inactivist on most issues. Yeah. Um... I got something interesting coming up. What is old? The Bible. They talk to psychologists. Is it a surveys. Oh, I see. That sort of stuff. What is old? I'd ah. never come across this before. Wow. Very interesting. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'll stay tuned. Um, you know what we're going to do today, among other things? Study the world. Study the world. Study. Study. Study the world. Yeah. Study the world. 
And uh, that's Michael sounds like he's got uh, homework to do. And that's he's, that's yeah, exactly. That's again. what we'll do to uh, kick off the show. Introduce everybody in the squad before we start studying the world. There's our board operator, Michelangelo. He was the one with the great enthusiasm there at the end. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm doing good. Um, I'm still trying to decide whether I'm going to buy the new Apple iPhone. Um, I keep seeing new. Uh, are you arc- talking the eight or the uh, the? You talking the eight or the ten? The ten. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the grand okay. the ten. At first, I wasn't interested, but the more I see, you know, they're reeling me in slowly but surely. So, yeah, I, are we certain it's the ten and not the X? Uh, the, yeah, you call it the ten. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. cool. It's like Super Bowls. Yeah, they actually had that in the New York Times review last night. Okay, I won't be cool. one of those people that FYI. runs out, that runs out the first day, but I think you know, in six months to a year, they, they'll get me. I'll break down finally. Yeah, the um, like uh, a number of the things that are happening do away with the, uh, the the jack for the headphones, the last model, and um, home screen button and stuff like that. They're getting closer and closer to waterproof, mm. which is uh, they know they know a lot of people drop their iPhones in the toilet and stuff like that, like I've done or the sure. pool or theoretically walking to the pool with it. With yeah. me, it's been the toilet. Yeah. Um, there is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I am very excited as tonight is the return of South Park with a brand new season. It's their 21st season. Congratulations, South Park. You can now wow. drink legally. Uh, they, uh, the Peabody and five-time Emmy Award winner is uh, returning tonight, and it is uh, among my favorite things. I am so so happy to be alive at the same time as Trey Parker and Matt Stone, the creators of said South Park. Uh, I love the show. They are the, the, the best uh, social commentators on the planet. Hey, speaking of funny guys who make naughty, naughty cartoons, I actually saw the rerun of Seth MacFarlane's new vehicle, the the uh, Orville mm-hmm. on Fox. Uh, I found it very amusing. Really, very amusing. To check that out. Yeah, on the I, Hulu uh, or something. I definitely could see throwing that one on the DVR. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's couples friendly. You know, I'll watch The Family Guy, and uh, Judy will be like, and wander away. Uh, but I think she'll like the Orville. It was pretty damn funny. Uh, there is Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? I'm uh, I'm a little distressed. I got followed into work today by the police. They got behind me on the freeway. They tailed me for miles. So immediately, I'm checking my speed. My headlights on. Yeah, okay. Then this, we're going along. I'm thinking, why is How he there? How many pounds of pot do you have in the trunk? You're wondering. <laughs> yeah, think- it's DWN driving wild newsman. <laughs> I'm thinking, why is he there? And more miles go by. What did I do? And then I really start sweating, and I thought I start thinking, okay, where's my insurance card? Where's my registration? Is it in the glove compartment? Then I start to lean over. I say, no, I don't want to lean over. I might swerve. So this goes on. The dance goes on all the way into work, and right before I get to the broadcast compound, he. Took a turn and was gone. But any chance he was just happened to be going the same direction as you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I, I was I got in the right lane and he just stayed behind me. I mean, there was no, you know. I mean, he was he was following well, for a you're, reason. You got to face it. You're sketchy looking. Yeah, uh, you're yeah. sketchy looking. Sketchy looking time of um, uh, early early morning time of day. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, they 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 have a reasonable assumption that anybody driving, like, what time do you, what time are you on the road? I'm coming in about two a.m. So, yeah, yeah, they're right. ex- oh, they're, yeah. you're a guy leaving yep. a bar, Nin- like ninety percent of the time. You're a guy who left the bar. They're going to follow you long enough to weave, pull you over, and bust you for uh, dri- driving drunk. Well, and look, Marshall, there's yeah. no offense intended here. You know I love you. I look like a guy who can't push back from the pizza bar, okay? It just is what it is. <laughs> you look, you have the look of a man who perhaps closes bars. 
It's just, it's not your, it's not a judgment. It just is what it is. Got that slightly bedraggled, blurry-eyed uh, look to you. All right, all right. A uh, Steve Bannon look. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Bannon-esque. Yeah. yeah. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Wednesday, September 13th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regulations. A lot of good stuff to talk about. Here we go at Mark. Oh, that's me. Hi, everybody. At Mark. We will repeat again the obvious. The Republican Party has been in the minority for seven years. The Republican Party has been bitching about how bad the Democrats are on health care and taxes and just about everything else. And yet here we are, almost done with the first legislative year of the Republican Party owning Washington, D.C., having a monopoly. And not only did they not have a health care plan, not only were they not able to repeal Obamacare, they can't even come together on a tax reform plan. Again, eight months in. What was that designed to do? Make me sad? I I don't know. It's a little early, isn't it? Trying to make me sad? It's early days. Um, Take it easy, Morning Joseph. Uh, what are their headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, the president entertains members of both parties on the menu last night, carving up the tax code. Sex scandal brings down major West Coast cities' mayor and Equifax shamed into giving customers a break of sorts. It's a child rape scandal, Marshall. A child molestation scandal. Stories coming up. Sex six- implies consent. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, well, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's a rape scandal. Stories. And com- he finally had to step down. Stories coming up, 635 Armstrong and Getty. How does mail bag look? Oh, it's very nice, very nice, including shocking revelations from the coffee porn industry in the Seattle area. It's much worse than we'd imagined. So the um, uh, the new city regulations for uh, dress in coffee shops were for a reason? Right, uh, outlining how much of your boobs and bottom must be covered. Apparently there's a crying need for... For something to be done. Did you say bubs? Bubs. <laughs> okay, we got all that coming up, including when are you old? On the Armstrong and Getty Show. By the way, Michelangelo mentioned how he was getting sucked in slowly to the idea of the iPhone 10. Um, I don't know if I felt that much from the reviews, but I did with the iPhone, uh, the, wa- or the watch, the iWatch 3. Mm. I might be on the iWatch bandwagon now. Oh, they, they come out yesterday as well? Yeah, and okay. uh, they've changed it quite a bit, and it now uh, seems to have quite a use. So they're actually a little worried it's going to compete with their phones now, but it sounds pretty handy. I'll have to talk about that later. Me, I'm just into it. tilling the soil, watching the stars at night. Exactly. Watching the squirrels cavort, famously. Absolutely. Mailbag. <laughs> I'm into that as well. T. Hey, hey, Sean. Did you uh, did you get that thing I just asked you for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right here. Peter Griffin. (laughs) Meg. (laughs) So the audience can't hear is why. Oh, when you talk like that, the audience doesn't hear your conversation. This isn't going out over the air. This is just between me and Joe right here. That's right. So thanks. Appreciate it. I realize it was. Incredibly short notice. Yeah, just let me know whenever you want, <laughs> right. and we're good to go. And we're back, Brian. everybody. <laughs> All right, here's a nice note from Kathleen. Joe, what's the deal with your pronunciation of Tijuana? I know you're a stickler for grammar. I assumed, maybe incorrectly, that carries over to pronunciation. You say Tijuana. 
you put an extra uh sound before the wanna. It is a three-syllable word, which you are pronouncing with four syllables. I have attached a YouTube with the correct pronunciation. Sean? Tijuana. Tijuana. Yeah, right. If you're exclusively a grammar Nazi and do not feel the same way about pronunciation, please feel free to delete. I've spent a lot of time in Tijuana and never heard anybody say Tijuana. 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 I thought it was Aunt Jane. Tijuana. I don't, what do I know? T- TJ, that's what I call it. Exactly. Did you know that in beautiful... Let's go get some whores in TJ. <laughs> a good time, that's what I call Did it. Did you know that in beautiful <laughs> Tijuana, a five-star hotel averages $118? Isn't that fantastic? Very reasonable. Which As is of classic. 2015, the, sit- <laughs> De nada. the city of Tijuana had a population of almost 1.7 million people. Many of the Mexicans. So thank you for that uh, lesson in pronouncing, TJ. So one time uh, after the San Diego Marathon, a buddy of mine who had flown in to run the marathon, he wanted to see Tijuana. So we uh, get on the little uh, trolley thingy and go down there, walk into Tijuana. That's exciting. And, uh, yeah, you know, do a little drink in the bar. And it was amazing because I had never witnessed this before. As soon as the sun started to set, the streets filled with whores. I mean, just shoulder to shoulder as far as you can see down the street. Wow. It was like, crazy. Like you walk on your heads to the next bar? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was weird. Unbelievable. Huh. I have not now, been there was, in many moons. I hear it's very different. That was a number of years ago. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of the area between Los Angeles and Guatemala, uh, Eddie in San Diego writes, I know that you hate quibbling, but I also know that accuracy is your hallmark. It, it's a, Evidently, my advertising campaign has been successful. People realize that accuracy is my hallmark. Uh, although not lately, judging by mailbag. Uh, you mentioned in today's show uh, the idea to put homeless shelters in between the runways at the San Diego airport. I must point out that San Diego is the busiest single runway airport in the United States. Therefore, there is no room in between the, quote, runways. Uh, Eddie, fair criticism. It, it was simply misspeaking. I know that, having flown in and out of San Diego. I didn't know it. Many, many times. Uh, I, it's between, I was picturing between the, the taxiway and the... Uh, and the the runway, a building about ten feet wide, and like fifteen hundred feet long, have little ten foot wide apartments for the folks. That way, they wouldn't poo on the streets, and people wouldn't be dying of hepatitis A. My wife had two goats fly in from Minnesota last night. I'll have to talk about that later. Mm, how was their flight? And boy, are their arms tired. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, Michael. 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 On the price of phones, Google's flagship phone is the Pixel. costs $986. So even Android for the top of the line is not cheap, just saying. You know, I refuse to call them phones anymore. It's become increasingly ridiculous. It's the last thing you use it for. Uh, it's just it's, it's just dumb. So, so you're going to be a single-man campaign to try to change what we call them? I to, okay. That's right, because common sense is my other hallmark. So I'm going to begin calling them BCs or butt computers because <laughs> most people carry them on their hip pocket. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to call them BCs. Hey, do you hear uh, uh, Apple has their new uh, BC? So I'm I just going to start a lot of conversations like that. I'm I going to be that guy. I can't believe that the screen is supposed to be significantly like clear, more vibrant because it's already freaking amazing. Well, I heard the colors were going to be more something or other. Yeah, and the now, contrast you have it like unnaturally saturated, like you know some of those filters you use for your 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 pictures. Yeah, your selfies too much. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, contrast better, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, better in low light. I like the sound of that. When was the last time you saw a Technicolor movie? I don't know if the youngsters know what that is. It was a, a film that they, they used or a film uh, production process that they used back in the day, which made everything just lurid. Greens were incredible. It was like being stoned. Um, the greens were incredible. The reds were the reddest ruby reds you've ever seen in your life. The heroine's eyes were just unnaturally, you know, like purple if it was Liz Taylor. It was just weird. Uh I wonder if that's what Apple's going for. A Technicolor phone where it's much better than real life. I don't think so. No? But I haven't seen one. Mm. Let's see. Speaking of accuracy not being our hallmark, a fired-up ad out in Marysville, California, writes, You know what? I can't see the clock from here. I've covered up the clock. That doesn't, I'll get over it. Um, Ed writes, Come on, both of you. You guys were incredibly hard on the UC Berkeley cop and didn't walk it back too much. Armed robbery? Really? I didn't know you guys were so anti-police. Well, first of all, Ed, to portray us as anti-police is absurd. Absolutely absurd. You, sir, have spoken out of turn. On the other hand, so did I. And I didn't retract it strongly enough. I had misunderstood the story about the UC Berkeley cop. He was busting the hot dog stand. The guy was absolutely taking and making change from the money in his wallet. That money was evidence. I thought it was like a strong arm. He was just taking the guy's money thing. Uh, but it was a misunderstanding, and I should have walked it back more forcefully. Uh, he points out, uh, it's evidence plain and simple in any crime that deals with exchange of currency. All currency Whatever. the offender has on his person is taken into custody as evidence. It's called breaking the law and it's an illegal freaking, business. It's a freaking hot dog stand. I'll tell Listen you what. Listen to the anarchist, I'll tell folks. You what. Listen to him. I'll tell you what. When the Berkeley cops start letting people... Uh, use their constitutional right to peaceably assemble and not be beaten down, then you can get to busting illegal hot dog stands. But if you're going to let people get beat down in the streets for just doing what they have a constitutional right to do, how about you lay off the hot dog vendor? Mm. That is so weak. There's another conservative coming to Berkeley in a week, and wait till you hear, hear what the various officials at UC Berkeley have said. Er, McGird, I actually this. have heard this. It, it's it, unfreaking believable. It will make you either laugh, cry, or puke, depending yeah, it, on your mood this unreal. morning. It's unreal. I yeah, did all three. Astonishing. Uh, I'm not Mr. Regulations, <laughs> right, Ed, as you have to pay the government to get your rights back. Uh, but I also don't want se- someone selling botulism sausages. Well, then don't buy one. Yeah. She's on my list of concerns. I'm going to put hot dog stands and whether or not they're regulated way down there at the bottom of current problems in America. Some guy selling loose tube steaks at a football game. We can't have that. Oh, no. Uh, On the topic of the bikini coffee stands in Everett, Washington. So the city actually passed new regulations. Very, you can't have bare shoulders, which seems a little uh, Puritan for me. So a girl can't wear a tank top serving coffee? That's crazy. Right. And there are various regulations governing the exposure of the gluteal cleft, my preferred term. They said anal cleft in their their actual city legal language. I'd never even heard that term before. Everett is a a gritty place. It's, uh, it's, you know, it's it's your uh, more affordable part of the, uh, you know, the Washington scene. And um, I'm afraid they just don't know the term gluteal. There's no reason to refer to the anus. I mean, we unless you could stop at any time. Unless you're among your very best friends and closest acquaintances and perhaps lover, there's no reason to bring up the old outdoor. I live near enough Everett. I live near enough Everett. Near. I live near tough. enough Everett. I I live near enough to. I'm gonna put in a two. Okay. Let's have. Can I have another take? <laughs> 
This is Ann, who's a five fag in Seattle, first year friend of Armstrong. Oh, awesome. I live near enough to Everett, unfortunately, to have some firsthand knowledge of the bikini barista issue. There are a range of stands, from topless stands where girls wear the scantiest of thongs and pasties, then your more typical bikini top Daisy Duke short combo. Many of these stands are on main roads where you can see the baristas as you drive by, and in many cases, uh, unavoidable. Too many times I've had to pull the vague, hey, kids, look at that thing over there on the other side of the road to keep my young boys from seeing stuff they shouldn't. In addition, Java jugs and Twin Peaks of Everett were busted a few years ago for running a prostitution ring out of uh, said stands, which is a black eye on the already gnarly reputation of Everett. Java jugs. (laughs) Their new proposed dress code sounds like overcompensation. Yeah, exactly. So how do you go from, okay, you can't run a whorehouse and call it a coffee shop, to girls can't wear tank tops to serve coffee. Yeah, that's How do you just, do that? Just That's just crazy. Um, and then a similar note from D, who does live in beautiful Everett. Java jugs. <laughs> that's hilarious. I live in the greater Everett area, and I've had three experiences with three different stands. I know what you're thinking. I'm not into that sort of thing. I'm not seeking them out. I can uh, the, the stand you mentioned is clearly advertised as a bikini stand, so it's easy to avoid. So is the popular hillbilly hotties. So I steer clear. Some, however, do not make it as clear. First time I pulled up to a cheerful-looking yellow stand, got up to the window, and saw a late 20-something woman in a satin G-string and teeny-tiny bra. I'm a mom, and I recognize a mom bod. Awkward. Ooh. Second time, I pulled up to what I thought was a Seahawks-themed stand and was greeted by a 19- or 20-year-old in a lace thong and bra. I was pregnant at the time and was really craving a chai tea, so I ordered my drink. I then had a few minutes of really uncomfortable small talk about the traffic with the chick in the thong. <laughs> Last time I'm driving down the highway with my younger brother, I uh, saw a girl completely topless in a stand. I'm for fewer laws, not more, but this is getting crazy. You have to look for signs that say family-friendly now just to get a coffee from a clothed person. <laughs> I don't have problems with a bikini, but they ought to have to post what kind they are. Maybe a red light on top, beaded curtain, enter the drive through Oh, that's fantastic, D. You guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. Thank you, KF, KFCST. Keep advocating for coffee stand trollops. That's a D from Everett. Um, I may need to rethink you know, my whole uh, anti-coffee stance. I got to go check out some of these places. Yeah, there you go. Listen, I've uh, already been annoying today, obviously, so I'm going to say this in a non-annoying and judgmental tone of voice. I make my coffee at home. So I'm not I'm not assaulted by the the vision of horrors every time I need a little uh, caffeine juice at home. Let's see, what did we have? It? No, oh my God, we're running late. But quickly, Michael, quickly, the, the theme music. So Marshall will get us into the news of the day, and there's uh, there's some of it. This whole this this is gonna be interesting. Trump may have learned how to uh, run the levers of Washington a bit. He's going to go out on the campaign trail talking up the tax thing. Old L-O-W's. And the University of California, Berkeley, is not only normalizing, but teaching pathological psychology to its students. And we're going to get the latest on hosing uh, various diseases off the streets of some of our cities that the homeless bring in. All that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Hey. Thank you for tuning in. It's the Armstrong and Getty Show. Apologies. Slight technical difficulties there. Technically, we had the wrong button pushed. Hello. <laughs> so let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, tax reform front and center. President Trump tweeting this morning, the approval process for the biggest tax cut and tax reform package in the history of our country will soon begin. Move fast, Congress! Exclamation point. Trump had some people over last night. He's not willing to wait around. He had people who could hold the keys to his plans for tax reform. CBS White House correspondent Major Garrett. Three Senate Republicans, three Senate Democrats over here for dinner last night on the menu, carving up the tax code. Now, this bipartisan push is largely symbolic, at least for now. The true test of tax reform's political appeal will come when the details emerge and the votes are counted. Between now and then, the White House says the president will spend one day every week on the road this fall trying to build momentum for tax reform. What are, what are the main tenets of the tax reform? Have they been laid out yet? Do we know what they are? Well, a reduction. I mean, down to 15% for corporations. That's the figure they're starting at. It'll almost certainly rise from there. And uh, reducing the number and, and level of the uh, individual, uh, what do you call it, brackets as well. And then a vast simplification. Although I heard uh, Joe Manchin of, of uh, West Virginia, who's... Uh, He's a conservative Democrat. He's a moderate. Right. Uh, saying that, the, for instance, uh, the mortgage uh, interest deduction will, uh, no, we do, there's no reason to uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So. I wonder if we could get our old friend Stephen Moskowitz on, you know, and he, he doesn't want to get political, but just ask him about some of this stuff. Because you just, as we've discussed, well, go ahead. Sorry. Go do, ahead. do you think there's any likelihood we, we end up with fewer than 70,000 pages? That's a good, I, you know. I've prayed for this my entire adult life, so I hate to say no, because then why would I get up in the morning? But, <laughs> but I, I just, I hope, I hope there's enough will to do that. Just let, let's keep hope alive. But I tell you what, and, and we've mentioned this many times, and it's sad but true. This is not cynical. This is realistic. If you were to simplify the tax code, lower the rates, etc., and eliminate the deductions such that Family X paid less in taxes. Less. They paid less. But part of that big stew was eliminating the mortgage interest deduction. They'd say, oh, no way you're taking away my deduction. No way you're taking away. And uh, and, and they would defeat it, even though they would be better off. Because can't people can't conceive or... of, yeah, uh, they can't conceive of just simply simplifying everything and getting to a better point. So I just, I don't have much hope. Between the, the yahoos, the, the liars, the partisans of, of D.C., and, and the good-working people of America who really can't grasp the subtleties of the tax code, I don't have a lot of hope, but I got a little. Seattle Mayor Ed Murray resigning amid accusations of sex abuse. The Democrats' resignation coming after a fifth man, his cousin, accused him of molesting him decades ago. Now, the Seattle Times is reporting the cousin is charging Murray repeatedly molested him in the mid-1970s when he was 13 and Murray was in his early 20s. Nobody, uh, you know, uh, you're, you're being a, a decent journalist, but I, for whatever reason, nobody just says he's accused of being a child molester. The mayor of Seattle is accused of being a child molester. By or a five child, different men. Or a child yep. rapist. And nobody right. ever says it out loud for some reason. They dance around it. At the time, they were not an adult that the 
uh, the, the, the actions took place. Why did she just say he's accused of being a child molester, and so far he hasn't been able to prove he's not a child molester. Part so of now it, he's resigned. Part of it is that gay thing Milo Yiannopoulos was talking about, where the older gay fella kind of mentors the younger gay men, blah, 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 and they happen to have sex, blah, blah, blah. It's just... It, mm. Well, if you think that's all right, you better change the laws, because currently Who that's that? really against the law. That's right, and Ed Murray is a perv and a child molester, allegedly. Except I believe it. Equifax shamed into announcing it would drop its credit freeze fees. It's going to waive those fees until November the 21st. And they say they'll refund any fees that anybody's paid out since Thursday. Turns out many of the people who tried to set up freezes after Equifax disclosed they had a breach of up to 143 million people's personal information found out they'd have to pay Equifax for the privilege of protecting themselves from the breach and they were not happy about it. Once Equifax has proved they can't protect your information, you try to protect it and they charge you for it. Although we had a, an expert in this point out to us last week that if everybody freezes their uh, credit, their, their entire business model goes away. Yes. So they have, they their raison d'etre is gone. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> no they reason get, for being. Every credit card company that offers you a pre-approved credit card or whatever, every single one of those got a little fee from Equifax because uh-huh. they said, hey, how about old Jack over there? What's, what's the story with him? He looks and, sketchy. And they get a little money times many, many, many times, uh, and that's how they make their money. May the name Equifax live in infamy. Yeah. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. So many different things to tell you about. We are going to talk to a uh, city councilwoman from San Diego, but uh, this problem is existing in cities all around. Where the homeless population is bringing, uh, well, for instance, hepatitis A to the streets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, they're bringing it to the They're putting it on the streets. Yeah. Depends how you want to look at it. And I, I really think the big cities of America need to take a serious look at each other and what they're doing and what they're not doing to figure out the best policies. Plus, I want to hear that. What is old? Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I can get to that coming up next Please. on the Armstrong and Getty Show. So Hillary Clinton's new book came out today. It's called What Happened? It's not a joke. That's really what it's called. But see, this is why Hillary lost. A real president doesn't write books. They write tweets. According to the description of the book on Amazon. Oh, it's going to get worse than that, so settle in. They say this is her most personal memoir yet. Only Hillary Clinton would have to specify that her memoir is personal. It's a memoir. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she gets beaten up even by her crowd. She just just can't catch on to the fact that she's just not liked by even her side. She just doesn't get that. It's too bad. I feel actually to the I feel bad for her part of. You know, if she would go back to my description of her, a sad old lady who lives alone in upstate New York. <laughs> what? I think we'd all be we'd all be better off. So, um, we've had so well, many. She stir- lives with Uma. They sit around uh, drinking tea and discussing their philandering husbands. Passes the time. Um, uh, we've had so many stories in recent years about how crazy college campuses are. They're weird ideologies. We've got another doozy for you coming up. Just nuts. Um, so that's on the way. Uh, what is old? So uh, interesting article I came across in the NYT. Um, this particular uh, psychologist says old is uh, anything over 37.8. Because if you have young and old... The midpoint of the average life expectancy should be the cutoff. Anything below 37.8 is young. Anything above it is old. Um, right. But that's not what most people think. They surveyed 3,000 respondents 
who said 68, came up with 68 is the average age at which old age begins. 68. You're old. You're pretty old. <laughs> that's easy. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. How old were the respondents, they asked, though? Because I think most 30-year-olds see a 68-year-old as old. I oh, think yeah. most 40-year-olds see a 68-year-old as old. Um, at when you're 65, you probably don't think that. But uh, huh. now, it doesn't old begin at the point where you pass away and nobody says, oh, so early. If everybody says, yeah, it's about right, <laughs> I mean, that's old. What age is that? I don't know. I'm not saying. <laughs> I don't want to hurt Friends, relatives, loved ones, golf buddies, etc. The average human... He lived a good life. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> the average human lifespan gained more years during the 20th century than in all prior millennia combined. Woof. With the average life expectancy in the United States at almost 80 now. That is something. It went up more during the 20th century than all well, of human history added together. So are we going to pull that off again in the 21st century? No. No. It won't go up another 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? No, no way. Not at all. Uh, you know, more and more sentence, uh, scientists who are almost certainly wrong uh, are saying that, yeah, it appears the limit is up around 115, 118, something like that. Now, I, I don't, I didn't actually read the article. I just saw the headline. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, I, uh, there are limits. Yeah, I think we have probably checked all the 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 big boxes you know, we've got uh, useful antibiotics. We've figured out uh, uh, antisepsis in, in surgery. Uh, we know something about nutrition, although that changes every five years. I just think we've made the huge leaps forward. One out of three people get cancer. They knock that off, which I think they're going to, and that cuts way down. Mm -hmm. Well, I, the, the oldest human beings have not changed in many, many months. Right, so the outside is... Around 115 is about as old as you can get. But we could have practically everybody live into that age. Right. Oh, yeah, we can just keep m moving the median. Um, and that's, just, you know, as good as we're going to do, I I just think. don't know if I can do retirement planning for 115. Yeah, I know. That's I know. Just, Are you kidding? easy. Plus all the change. What's the friggin' pop music going to be like when you're 112 years old? You're going to hate it. <laughs> It's going to be so annoying. Who knows what crap the kids will be listening to? Ah, let me die. Let me die. You'll be screaming. You certainly can't retire at 65 if you've got 50 more years of house payments or rent or car payments or whatever. That 50. math isn't right. <laughs> 50 more Wait years. Wait a minute. Let me check. Of feeding carry, yourself and providing shelter. One, subtracted two. Yeah. Can you imagine that planning easy. for 50 years of retirement? Well, you, well, could, you, just, you, you couldn't. No, no. I, unless you're a super rich guy. And I got to believe 50 years of, you know, playing golf a handful of times a week and, you know, puttering around the garden with your wife or you're traveling. Yeah, we're going back to Belgium. I mean, have you been to Aruba? Yes, I've been to Aruba. Twice. <laughs> How about the lawless border region between Azerbaijan and Medupistan? Are you kidding? We got a condo there. Well, I mean, after a while. One of the points of this article, and I thought it was really interesting, is you're old at the point that you uh, start doing what you consider old people things or stop doing what you consider young people things. And that's kind of interesting because there's a fair amount of cultural pressure to not do young people things when you're older. And it says that's when you start to become old. Oh, interesting. Um, do you have a couple for instances? How you dress, things that you're interested in doing. Watching So Matt if Lock. you're a person... 
Watching, we're good. <laughs> now, what what are young people things? Uh, the the act of procreation, skateboarding. If you if you're wearing younger people clothes and going to concerts, a lot of people would think, well, what's wrong with him or her? Mm. You know what what what's going wrong with them? If you're if you're if you're accepting that, that's the point at which you become old. Oh, I see. Because that's their problem, not yours. Until you make it your problem, me. I'm gonna rock the bony tail. I'm going to put on my uh, comfortable Velcro mall walking shoes, put a pair of, uh, you know, skinny jeans, and, uh, and go to the show. Now, go listen to the music. Although I heard, uh, I read this in also in the New York Times, and this is usually around 50, the, the great freedom of uh, accepting the, the, the sentence, I'm too old for this S. Mm. For any particular thing. And yes. just not doing it anymore. Or, yes. or wearing it anymore or caring about it anymore. Uh, yeah, I can relate to that. <laughs> what do we do about hepatitis A on the streets from the bums? Tough question for a lot of cities. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.